Aloha, Maui Nui. Hey, this is Josh Porter. And Jason Burkhart with no headphones. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a little little technical thing going on there. Uh, yeah, this is the Solar Coaster. Welcome solar to coaster, the Solar Coaster. Episode number 63. 63. Oh, my goodness. They just keep climbing on up there. Yeah, Walter Enomoto from Hawaii Energy is back with us. We've been having a good time chatting over lunch. Uh, got a lot to talk about, and uh, we're going to get right to him in just a second. If you want to save some money and convert to more energy-friendly technologies, he's your guy. <laughs> really yeah, he's got, he's got the methods to do it. Not just kind of like talking about it theoretically, but there's a whole bunch of, well, uh, financial support. Yeah, real factual and, programs. Yeah, and, uh, and across the board. So we're going to dig into residential focus. We're going to dig into commercial focus. You want to say aloha, Walter? Yes, thank you so much, Josh and Jason. I'm happy, very happy to be back and talking about energy efficiency with all of your listeners. Absolutely. Excellent. We're stoked to have you. And if you feel like an old hand in the studio, we're like, oh, this guy should stick around more often, right? So, um, yeah, we're going to jump right into this and we'll learn all about these great programs and there's new ones, right? So we're really, that, there's yeah, new that's, stuff that's, to that's get That's the into. mission today is there's a whole lot of new information to talk about. So Walter's going to lead us through all the new and interesting programs that are available to, I mean, is, is it every, just every resident here is... If you Pretty pay much. an electric bill, you are eligible and encouraged to participate well, there, in our program. There programs. you go. So if you pay an electric bill, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's jump in, do our, get our housekeeping out of the way, get into our news and events, and just take it away. All right. So, Excellent. hey, folks, this is the Solar Coaster. We're a renewable energy theme talk show right here in lovely Maui County. We can be found Fridays at 1.05 p.m. in our studio in downtown Wailuku at Ka'oi, 11.10 a.m. We've got some FM stations, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM Westside, 98.7 FM Upcountry, a spectacular website that Jay is going to tell us all about. All right, www.solar-coaster.com. If you're out of our broadcast area, you can go there and listen live every single time. If we're not on air, you can still go there, check the podcasts, uh, click the podcast link. It's every single old show. We said uh, we're on number 63 now. Uh, There's an awful lot of content back there. If you're interested in any particular subject matter, chances are we've discussed it. (laughs) a lot of ground, man. At some point, at some point at this point. Um, And then scroll down the bottom of the, uh, the webpage. We've got a couple of questions from this already, uh, but there's the mailing list and or question questionnaire form right on the main page. Scroll down there, f- submit your question to us, and we'll get you on air right away. Absolutely. And we've got a great uh, stable of sponsors that kept the Solar Coaster on air for 63 episodes, about a year and a half now. Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonam Battery, Pika Energy, and Sundrum Solar. And we're doing some great projects with a lot of these companies these days. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, their name has definitely gotten out there, and the technology we've become more acquainted with on the Maui Solar Project front, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, folks, we are, you know, developing a new show clock and there's opportunities for new sponsors in here as we grow across the uh, across Hawaii and across the uh, United States with the solar yeah, coaster state, state on the board. Statewide is very very pending. Right? And, uh, <laughs> and national national syndication would be a thing. That would be just yeah, obscene, right? It would be fun. It'd be fun. But I mean, it, you know, and, and in, in somewhat kind of related to that, we do have a, a verified, agreed uh, spot at SPI International in Anaheim, California. This September, we're going to be on the show floor at Exhibit Hall doing a live radio show, uh, and it's going to be spectacular. Yeah, so. that, that's that's a big deal. SPI, for those that don't know, is pretty much the largest trade show for solar themed and, and renewable energies themed companies uh, in the in the world. I mean it's yeah. 20 20,000 approximately 
of the smartest people in renewable energies all in one building and we get to do a show in front of them yeah i can't wait really exciting really exciting and we'll be able to stock up our kind of you know contact lists and and build forward as well right that's 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 where we got a lot of the the contacts from the for the past year all the folks that we got to talk to at spi it's just it's just so cool if you get the chance walter you do you do want to go it's just just a hobnob with folks (laughs) have a good time we also we also do podcasts folks if podcast is your uh preferred audio consumption method uh we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and tune in. Just search Solar Coaster. We have a big SC yellow logo. You'll see us right there, and you can take us anywhere you go. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I think it's news and events time, Jack. Sounds like a plan. Oh, first, right out of the gate, cryptocurrency to accelerate solar mini grid rollout in Africa. Whoa. Uh, okay. Love it. Love it. Okay. What the heck is going on? This touches all the buttons. Cryptocurrency. What? Um, <laughs> mini grid. Now, the mini grid was. Uh, this. Uh, what does that mean? I'm familiar with microgrids and nanogrids. What does mini grid mean? I don't know if there's Um, like a sizing like category that everyone's agreed on. Right, people use these terms interchangeably. Yeah, absolutely. And the the mini the the microgrid thing gets gets tossed around as well as as nanogrid, nanogrid, mini grid. That's that's what I've heard. So who knows? Um, My my understanding, my feeling about this is that it's kind of like a community solar kind of concept where Mm -hmm. they are they are putting out these even that picture right up at the top. They're talking about. Kenya, uh, and there's this little power hive central. It wants to be a shack, but it's it's probably a container, right? I mean, it would come with all the equipment pre-installed, and it's literally just a, a container and a whole bunch of solar around it. But it would support the local community, so it is in my mind like a community solar type of project. Um, but anyway, South Africa-based Sun Exchange and the U.S. mini grid developer Power Hive have come together to set up mini grid deployments in rural Kenya, and leveraging uh, crypto currency economies which is mm-hmm. okay um well they're it- yeah. What I see here is, I mean, the, what I see here if, is that they're using the token sale mm-hmm. to finance, to pre-finance uh, projects for uh, like mini grid projects across Africa, right? Yeah, yeah. My so, under, my understanding was it's almost like a crowdfunding thing, and they, and they're specifically targeting folks with um, the, the who already have uh, some currency like Bitcoin right. or whatever else. You can actually pay and buy into the project as right. an investor with Bitcoin. So that was the right. first. That was the first bid. But then, because they're accepting Bitcoin as a payment method, or mm-hmm. other coins as a payment method, they're also offering their own SunX digital token. Right. So you get your digital token. Now that token apparently can be staked to um, fund insurance. So against damage and theft and whatever else we have issues in, in rural rural areas. Um, so you can stake that token against and get insurance for that. But all the stakeholders when you buy into the project are eligible to get revenue from mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be real money. Right. So effectively, people are financing this, whether through Bitcoin or through regular currency. Mm-hmm. Then they're, they're, they're like an asset owner. Yeah. of this uh, mini grid, and then the revenue that it generates, they're able to share in over time. So it's like Correct. an annuity or something, that they get this money over time. Yep. And um, and then it's, but the, you know, the interesting point here is they're kind of bundling in all of these kind of cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. which make it kind of jazzy right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 right? it's hot and trendy and very cool. Um, but moreover, they're, um, they're saving all the data, right? And they're going to 
hand that out to all their their stakeholders again. Um, but then they're eligible for the solar coin, which, which is one something we talked about previously. Yeah. Anybody and everybody who has had solar um, production facilities, and that means even just rooftops, since what was it? To January one, two thousand ten. I think. I think. Yeah, January yeah. one, two thousand ten. Um, was able to for every megawatt hour of solar energy you generate, you are eligible to receive one solar coin. The coins mm-hmm. are all pre-mined. You just get them right now. Uh, the last time I checked, it was 50, about 50 cents mm-hmm. per coin. So, it's, I mean, it's it's not a whole lot of money. My, my personal system, I think I would probably get about four, four coins. Um, and that's been there since 2000. 10, 2009, but I, I would start from the beginning. But it's mm-hmm. a residential system. Mm-hmm. So I get a four megawatt hour, get four coins, it's worth $2. But, you know, cryptocurrencies do interesting things. So Right. I guess it's kind of playing on that idea that they could ex- it could appreciate, you know, exponentially. Right. Well, there are, there, are, there are only so many coins. Right. And so after they're all doled out, then if they, if they have maintain any kind of currency value, it would probably appreciate it. Yeah, I think you'd get a lot more than four coins, Jay. Right? Exactly. Cause, yeah, because like, you know, a thousand kilowatt hours might be like a monthly bill, right? Mm-hmm. Ten of those is a megawatt hour, right? So that's like ten months, right? And that's, that's your megawatt hour, right? Mm-hmm. So you've had it up for ten years, right? So you probably have, you know, I don't know. Yeah but, yeah, but my, my end phase thing doesn't work. Uh, yeah. I, can't, I can't actually <laughs> submit you, documentation. You, you, know, you know who to call about that. They were on the show, Jay. Just call, <laughs> I call, call I the call, Actually, I called, I called you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. All right. All right. Well, so, okay. Okay. So where do we go from next, here? Next up. Next up. Well, we were talking about community solar. Let's uh, this is, I, I want to dig into this because the theme is community solar today, mm-hmm. I think. Um, rise of net zero energy homes could boost utility-led community solar. Mm. This is a utility article. Um, the article itself is not really the interesting thing for me, but we'll get there. Um, so this is all about how um, there's this massive push for net zero homes, right? It's net zero energy use. They want to be able to produce as much as they consume as a house. Sure. And this can come from efficiencies and or on-site generation. So you're looking at better windows, better insulation, better lighting. Walter's over here nodding. Uh, <laughs> this is everything. This is basically what he yeah, does, basically, right? basically what he does. Um, so you're, I mean, you're really familiar with this, but there's this huge influx. And, and a lot of it, granted, comes from California, mm-hmm. um, but, but up 56% from 2016 to 2017 are net zero energy home projects. So entire subdivisions, they're all net zero homes uh, that they're building. Uh, Really cool concept, but why would community solar fit into this? Um, And it makes it a lot more manageable for instead of individual homeowners having to go out and fund it, they can simply buy into the project. I mean, if you're already building a net zero community, well, you tack on a solar Installation that would support the community mm-hmm. as a whole, and it becomes their community solar project. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, it's exciting. To, I mean, community solar is kind of a buzzword, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It's been popping around the United States for a while on the mainland. Uh, you know, uh, it was Melissa Miyashiro at Blue Planet Energy mm-hmm. that had a, came on a show a few months ago when community solar was actually approved by, I guess, the PUC mm-hmm. uh, here in Hawaii. So we were kind of a little bit behind the eight ball, but they had been working diligently on that at Blue Planet Energy for years. And uh, so now we have it, um, and I think it's just about to be released here. So we're going to find ways to participate in that. Yeah, uh, and for those, and for those folks that don't know, community <clears throat> solar is basically um, if you rent 
if you live in a multifamily dwelling, if you have some, if you're some, somehow un, incapable of of actually installing the physical solar on your rooftop for whatever reason, you can still buy into a what what is essentially a solar farm. You would see, but it's not right. a private ownership. It's like a cooperative where you own a piece of this and you get the credit for it, the energy it generates, and it mm -hmm. comes directly off your bill. And I assume the tax credits as well, like a yeah. like a pro, like a yep. prorated amount of tax credits for the system, right? Yep. So yeah, every every owner up to their to their percentage stake gets mm -hmm. their their credits and either energy credits or tax credits depending It'd be really on. interesting to see when these go in and how this all plays out you know especially just here in maui right mm -hmm. i'm excited to see that so. yeah it's gonna be really cool um but the interesting thing i got out of this article like i said it wasn't the article itself it was mm -hmm. a link and the link they said they actually put in here i've got this big report in front of me mm -hmm. um it is beyond zero net energy um the report was created by the Brattle Group for uh, the NRECA and the Natural Resource Defense Council. Um, but it's, it was actually marked confidential, but I got it anyway. <laughs> but this, but this, whole, this whole article, this, this whole report, is a study mm -hmm. about how community solar can be way more efficient mm -hmm. than actually going out and doing individual rooftop solar. Um, and most of the efficiencies, mm -hmm. I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but most of the efficiencies come from two things. One is that it's... Um, you can buy at scale, mm -hmm. so you're not you're not limited to just the few kilowatt hour you can actually fit on your roof. They, they, they're larger installs, and then you can actually because it's a managed solution, you can actually do things like add trackers, and it's well maintained, so your your panels are always clean, and all these mm. things that come with having a centralized managed solution, yeah. and yet you still get all the benefits of actually owning a piece of solar equipment that's, right. that's yeah, offsetting I get that. your energy. I get that. That's an exciting kind of um, a way to look at it, right? But it's but it's significant. I'm way in the back now. Um, savings relative to rooftop solar costs, 32 to 34%. 32 to 34% savings overall. That's yeah. pretty remarkable. That's you know, crazy. It, you know, <laughs> and my, 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 my thought, though, is who's running the community solar program? Is it a corporation or is it like a public entity? Because it's a corporation, they're not going to give up 32%. They're going to sell it retail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, no. I mean, the, the whole point is that is it's. It, I mean, I would almost like to see them like a nonprofit sure. set up. Sure. You know, I mean, they're they're not there to make a whole lot of money. They're there to make me a whole lot of money. Well, I mean, <laughs> or at least save me a whole lot of money. It's also there to like to democratize renewable energy. That's that's right? the point. So, that's the point is we need everybody to have access. Community solar is pretty much the only way it works because you yeah. have a large population of renters. You have a large population of multi-dwelling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get, and Walter can go out there, do his work all day long, you know, get people to kind of use less and less and less energy and become mm -hmm. more and more efficient and conserve energy as we well. We still need to generate some somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're, they, 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 may, they made a very small amount to kind of uh, offset the rest with a community solar system, right? Sure, yeah. And then everyone can say, hey, I'm a part of the renewable energy revolution. They could feel that way. The only thing is they still need to get uh, uh, energy storage in order to have that uh, that energy security, right? It's kind of no getting around that. Yeah, but your energy storage could fit in a closet if you truly want it on site. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it could. It could, for sure, for sure. The solar's a little harder to do. Oh, I like that takeaway. Thanks for finding that, Jay. That was pretty yeah. cool. And, uh, yeah, I totally get it, man. It's amazing. Neat stuff. All right. So where are we at now? This next you, one here. You can talk about solar industry in turmoil because you are solar industry in turmoil. <laughs> well, this article here, they're just talking about, you know, the fact the fact that uh, you know we've had these tariffs and what's going on in the industry itself, and we've seen some, you know, some contraction, right, Jay? We've talked about this a lot. Um, originally, the tariff came. There was a conversation about the tariff. Uh, it was the last summer. So this time last year, people were just freaking out, right? Oh, my God, there's going to be a tariff on panels. And you actually saw a spike in panel pricing. Everybody was, like, building in the tariff already and mm -hmm. trying to collect their money. Um, 
But realistically, what's happened is tariffs, uh, the tariff has been levied on the panels coming in, but they were already cheaper than we anticipated, certainly over last year's pricing, because we keep talking about the panel pricing coming down. China bailed out of a lot of their projects because of they, they couldn't pay their, their um, incentives. incentives yeah. and, and so panel prices have really, really dropped, and they're going to be kind of at an all-time low by the end of this year. Can we say so the tariff a quarter, itself, right, 25 cents per watt was kind of yeah, looming? looming. A little bit south that, of was, that. that was one of those That's for large-scale projects, yeah, right, yeah, of course. by megawatts. Of course. But, uh, but what's happened is because of all these, these gloom and doom predictions, a lot of projects have been canceled, put on hold, whatever. They're just not, ha they're not happening. And a lot of people have lost their jobs because of it. So we lost a lot more jobs. I think we, we had talked about this with SIA before, mm. um, that they, they predicted that was their losing, prediction. losing a huge much, many more jobs in installation and then the, management any than any potential exactly yeah. exactly well there's um, a there's actually some hard numbers here in california from uh, that's Tom it Warner now now we have now we have real hard numbers yeah. about it and and it's, it's many percent was it 30 well, uh, California had about 86,000 people working in the solar industry last year, by far mm -hmm. the most of any state. Mm -hmm. But that number is down about 14%, 14%. from 2016, yeah. according to data from the Solar Foundation, a nonprofit group that supports solar power. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, they're, they're you know they're down they're we're down in jobs. This is the bottom yeah. line. And, and at the end of this article, they say they they're warning every, every all other industries <laughs> because all these other tariffs are coming are coming toward. I saw Chinese an article. Goods. I saw some, a little quote this morning talking about uh, you know. Uh, Blanket uh, tariff applied on the 500 billion of Chinese imports, mm -hmm. right? Which is it's not yeah. the entire. Yeah, it's everything. Well, it's pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much everything we buy, or at least you. I mean, you go to Target and Walmart right. and at Lowe's and everywhere. I think, Actually, I think yeah. the wood is the only thing that doesn't come from China, and maybe even that is. Um, yeah, it's just hard. Anything made of plastic definitely definitely comes out of China. Um, it's it's hard to hard to find stuff that isn't. You know, I mean that, that's, and I, and I think that's part of the, the conversation is that mm. they're they're such a manufacturing powerhouse. They undercut everybody, um, so that's that's where the money goes and flows. Well, we'll have to follow that closely and see what happens. I mean, geez, if there's more tariffs applied, you know, generally in the economy. I heard some counter uh, arguments to this whole thing the other day, which I thought were pretty interesting, but I don't know enough to bring it up on air, frankly. And I yeah. want to jump over to Hawaii. What's going on here? So, well, some... this is this is a big deal for us, right? So, Hawaii governor's race. Yeah, so we've got some. Um, there's some differences here. We right? try not to be political on the show. We promise. <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, it's, the energy policy of the state is is where I mean everything hangs in the balance. Literally everything. Um, so there's there's some clear differences on energy policy policy between um, Hanabusa and Ige. Mm -hmm. And this whole article is going. I mean, it's it, I don't I don't necessarily like the tone of some of this, mm -hmm. but if it's if it's true, um, she's got a lot of ties to natural gas uh, companies. Yeah, well, and, she was and a is, director, and is, right? And is pushing, yeah, and is, and, is, and is pushing what, what they're calling a bridge fuel. Um, now that would be natural gas using using natural gas as a bridge fuel. And the bridge, what they mean by bridge fuel is to get us from instead of importing heavy diesel, heavy heavy oils, heavy fuels mm. that we're, we're bringing in now to power the electric generators, we would, for a short time, run them on natural gas because it's slightly cheaper or maybe mm. better carbon performance or whatever whatever the reasoning is. And then when we have our renewables up and running, then we would be able to use those instead. Pretty um, controversial. It's Well, it's controversial, but it clearly flies in the face of, of one really obvious thing is we have no natural gas infrastructure here right. at all. 
Right. And, and these big, you know, I remember being at some of the, what's that um, that summit, the uh, uh, Asian uh, Defense Summit that's held in Honolulu. They talk about energy and energy policy. They always amazing stuff going on. And they have the, the LNG guys are out there mm -hmm. with their, you know, these massive uh, ships and this infrastructure. And it's, uh, you know, clearly they're, 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 they're running and gunning to get access to, to rebuild the infrastructure here and to be yeah. able to be a part of that. But I mean, I, yeah, I mean, the question of LNG is not a new one. This is something that has, uh, has been around for the last, you know, whatever, I mean, five years we've been hearing people talk about it as a, as a bridge fuel and um, but I guess you know it really hasn't been something that we're current. getting closer and closer to that mandate and I don't see any benefit for going out and building a whole bunch of completely new infrastructure to, to chuck it at the end <laughs> I just keep thinking about what Mayor Arakawa said when he was here he's like you know the our energy that money is being is just directly exported from our communities yes. so whenever we're buying fuel just think of it and, and you don't want to think and he's like he even said I think he said you know the or the companies don't want you to think in terms of long term they want you to think mm -hmm. in terms of what's happening right now okay yeah. you're spending x amount per year and exporting all of that those petrodollars i suppose you could call mm -hmm. them and this is you know it goes to gas dollars it's the same thing right it's got to yeah, come it's, in it's, it's still got to come from and somewhere and over time 10 20 30 whatever years it is it's a massive uh exportation of wealth yeah but the issue is right now i mean if we were looking at um 45 where are we we're at the middle of closing in on 18 so 25 years um the, the general lifespan of of a generators a natural gas fired generator is going to be longer than that Oh right, it could take it could take us further than we want to be. Yeah. The, the infrastructure. Yeah, we're, could already, be, we're already beyond the, like, the kind of point of no return hmm, <laughs> to make it to make it worth bringing in hmm. an entirely new infrastructure. Well, I mean, we know in order to get firm, we have a lot of other you know potential solutions on the table, um, and uh, you know energy storage is a piece of that puzzle, and mm -hmm. uh, you know of course we talk about biodiesel and things of that nature. Of course, Bio, there are biodiesel carbon is, implications yeah, to that. We have conversation. Um, I, that, we know that that's a big part of the. Um, at least Miko's plans going forward because they have, and that, and that was the reasoning, is because they have infrastructure that can be readily converted to burn the biodiesel as opposed to regular diesel uh, in, in short order. So it's, it's, a much, it's a little bit of a retrofit as opposed to buying all new equipment. Mm -hmm. And, and in that, that, I mean, although I don't like it as far as carbon goes, I don't really see it being i mean it's it's not nearly as bad as completely chucking everything we have and then chucking everything we have again at the end of <laughs> at the end well, of 25 i'm sure years. we'll hear more about this and it looks like it's, it's going to be going central to, it's going to, the, to be a thing yeah no, it's, it's, it's a big it's a big part of the conversation yeah. for sure okay all right guys very good all right so that's our news and events uh we're going to wrap that up and hear from our uh, sponsors in our commercial break come right back with walter enomoto uh part two of the uh, Hawaii energy story, going to learn about all these new rebates and great things that are happening and how they might be applicable to you. Aloha and welcome to Maui Solar Project. It is easy to feel rejuvenated just stepping outside on a magnificent Hawaiian day. Maui Solar Project is here to help harness that energy you feel in your body and use it to power your homes and businesses. As Laura tells us, Maui harnessed the sun so as to slow its path across the sky. Join Maui Solar Project as we harness the sun's energy and slow Hawaii's dependence on fossil fuels. Call Maui Solar Project at 269-2352. MauiSolarProject.org. 
Tsubuchi Electric, a leading worldwide inverter manufacturer, presents the second generation of the eco-intelligent battery system, the IBIS. Tsubuchi's grid-friendly system includes a high-efficiency inverter, stackable batteries, and integration with Jelly software for the most adaptable battery storage system on the market. The system is optimized for energy management and cost performance. Maximize your solar investment with Tsubuchi's electric eco-intelligent battery system. The Sonin Battery Eco is an energy storage solution that utilizes intelligent energy management software. The system is available in a variety of storage capacities and allows for expansion. Sonin Battery Eco allows you to save money by harvesting energy from your solar PV system and using that stored energy when rates are more expensive. Sonin Battery Eco is specifically designed to provide you and your family peace of mind in the event of power outage. Our unique power detection system will sense outages in real time and automatically switch over to battery power. See Sonin Battery Eco at sonin-battery.com. MIT-founded Pika Energy, makers of the Pika Energy Island, a smart energy management system that uses solar panels, lithium batteries, and intelligence to manage your energy and keep you powered even during outages. With a clean, intelligent alternative to grid power, you're in control of your energy future. Pika's Energy Island lets you manage electrical costs with HECO-ready self-supply functions. Pika's largest battery, the Harbor Plus, offers 16 kilowatt hours of stored energy and can power loads of up to 10 kilowatts. And if you need more capacity, just add a second or even third Harbor Smart battery to the same system for a maximum of 48 kilowatt hours of usable storage. Pika Energy, own your power. To learn more, visit pika-energy.com. Sundrum Solar is the manufacturer of a revolutionary thermal collector that fits on the underside of your standard PV panel to maximize energy capture per square foot. The Sundrum Solar Hybrid PVT system, combined photovoltaic and thermal, holds the world record for peak efficiency, capturing an astounding 86% usable energy. Learn how Sundrum Solar vastly improves electric, heating, and cooling economics at sundrumsolar.com. All right, there we are. Thanks, guys. Thanks, uh, wonderful companies, for helping us stay on the air for a very long time. Um, hopefully, we'll see a couple new uh, new uh, partners uh, join the the stable shortly. Um, so, hey, we're going to be talking here with Walter Anamoto from Hawaii Energy. Walter's been on the show before. Welcome again, Walter. So good to have you. Thank you so much, Josh. Uh, you know, and uh, when you first came on, actually, I learned a boatload about how how the organization began. I, did, I didn't really understand kind of like, you know, how it had uh, been formed and, and uh, how much had been you know done over the years. And you kind of gave us, um, you know, a pretty good uh, rundown there. But for the sake of our listeners, why don't you introduce yourself, give us a sense of who you are, and then also a little bit about the organization before we get started in the details. Okay. Again, I'm Walter Anamoto. I'm the energy advisor for Maui County for the Hawaii Energy Efficiency Program. And the Hawaii Energy Efficiency Program is was developed by the Public Utilities Commission and we operated on their behalf to help residents and businesses make smart energy choices in regards to energy efficiency and conservation and so that's what I do day in and day out is help businesses find ways that they can save energy uh, either through lighting technologies uh, air conditioning HVAC related areas motors pumps controls things like that and a lot of great success stories. I mean, you know, there are a lot of sharp people on Maui and who have implemented any number of different technologies and unique ways and have uh, reaped the benefits of that, and we've been able to help assist with that. So it's all part of the fun that I get to do every day. Yeah, it really is kind of the, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty complex puzzle, right? You're, you're kind of constantly working on that puzzle, constantly trying to probably figure out what the big big rocks are to be able to make some, you know, significant changes in conservation and, effi 
efficiencies, right? It is, you know, and, and it's creating these relationships. And Maui, you know, we all know it's all about relationships. And a lot of people I've known for many, many years in different uh, areas, and then I see them in their work setting. And we, we touch base and we find different ways where we can help them in their uh, business. Yeah. And, you know, or somebody's friend of a friend knows, oh, go see Walter and Gosh, he'll help you out. So and all right? that. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it works really great. And uh, I really enjoy what I do day in and day out. Yeah, it's it's great that you, you that your mind is focused in on that too because it's not um, it's it's kind of not the easy part to do if you're a business owner or homeowner and you're trying to figure out how to create efficiencies. Well, it's easy to talk about it. It's easy to say, oh, I'm going to try to be more efficient or you know some behavioral. Yeah, but generally you, you just do. go to Lowe's and look for the one with the, the four. Yeah. This one only has three stars. That one has four stars. Right. <laughs> or, or, or the one with energy star on it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good yeah, sign. Yeah, that's, that's a good yeah, sign. Yeah. Yeah. So you really need help. I think is the point, right? And well, then, it's just experience, you know. Right. I mean, he's he's seen it all at this point, right? Just <laughs> a about lot, a lot. Know? So, it's, I mean, if you if you've got a common problem, he'd probably know the right way to go about it, or mm. at least at least have some recommendations. Sure, for sure. Yeah, and, but, but and more but more to the point, he hands out money, right? <laughs> yeah. You did a pretty good job. I mean, you're basically you're, you're kind of everybody acting, you're everybody's like happy to see Santa you. Claus or something. People <laughs> like seeing me show up with money. They really it's do, Walter. you know. I, I like that. The energy. Did you ever Santa. do that? Did you ever put on a Santa Claus outfit like around? Yeah. No, not yet. I, 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 I probably have to oh, put oh, on a yeah. pound or two more yeah, to make it really. Quite uh, old enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, yeah. So you know, we had you here. Um, what was it a couple months ago? Maybe it was many months ago. A couple months. Point. Yeah. yeah. Time's just flying by. May? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and and so we'd love we'd love to get a sense for uh, some of these new uh, programs that are being initiated and, and updates and things that are actually coming in. Uh, we do have. Uh, we're going to break it down into residential and commercial, right? Is that a game plan? Right. Uh, you know, basically our programs uh, for rebates and incentives work out between uh, resi- our residential market mm-hmm. and the commercial mm-hmm. market. So starting off with a residential program, you know, so many people have solar hot water. I mean, we have such a high percentage of penetration for solar hot water. And one of the nice things that we did in this program year, which started on July 1st, was we raised our rebate from $500 previously to $750. Now, you couple that with the existing state and federal tax credits. And if your solar hot water system is getting up there, maybe 13, 15 years old, 17 years old, it might be a great time to look into replacing that, resizing it. Maybe if you have a bigger household or a smaller household, mm-hmm. you can get it right-sized for your application, and we'll help with the $750 rebate with that. That's amazing because when you add in, I mean, I, I think what that does is if you look at solar hot water, the market tends to be around 7000 around that territory. Six, 7000 for right? an 80-gallon. And yeah, panel depending one. on the size, like, and then from sure. there going up, right? Sure. And then, you know, if you have a, I think you have a, is it 30% federal? Thirty percent federal, thirty-five percent state, and capped at twenty-two fifty. Capped at twenty-two fifty. Yeah, right. right? You've done this, so, but it's still a great deal when you add that up with the energy savings and again the long-term benefits of that. Well, let's say you had a seven thousand dollars system, right? Thirty percent—that's twenty-one hundred dollars. Twenty-two fifty at thirty-five percent. It's probably about twenty-two fifty cap, right? Twenty-two fifty or seven fifty on and top then of seven fifty. What's that? It's like five grand. So you're like your net cost is around two grand territory. And that will pay off within a couple of years. Yeah, then. easy, right? Because yeah. if you're saving, you know, you'd be saving quite a bit on a monthly basis. Exactly. Um, so that is, I mean, that's what we're talking about here, folks. We're talking about, uh, you know, just making something that's already great even better. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's that's wonderful that that uh, that that solar hot water went back up from five hundred to seven fifty. How does something like that happen? Do you just get approval for it? Well, it's it's kind of a process where we see, you know, how the market responds with different uh, changes in our program, and we've noticed some drop-off. And so to help 
reestablish. I mean, because again, solar hot water has been around for 20, 30 years plus. And uh, it's definitely proven technology, the design, the components, all of that. Yeah. So we made the case uh, to the Public Utilities Commission when we submitted our annual plan for this year, hashed it out, and mm -hmm. they approved it. So we're going to go out there and try to get as many solar hot water systems installed. For a lot of people who already have an existing system, say three to 12 years, we do have a solar hot water tune-up program because, mm -hmm. you know, it's not like you can't change the oil. If you don't change the oil in your car, you know what happens. Same thing with the solar hot water system. you got to, you know, kind of do some things like changing the anode rod and mm -hmm. making sure the sensors are working okay and the insulation. Huh? And this is great. This is great. And, and not to, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what you're saying is so on point because we had early on in the show, we had um, Mike Kozlowski from UMA Solar. And uh, it's a distributor out of California, and they manufacture a, a panel called Soling, right? And he was talking about the relative, you know, qualitative differences between this particular panel and other panels, okay? And uh, so I said, okay, well, you know, is, is it just that? And he's like, you know, at the end of the day, you can actually get really good longevity out of solar hot water, but you have to do the tune-ups. Exactly. And this is a solar hot water manufacturer. And he's <laughs> like, you can't just leave it there. You got to take care of these things. If you do, you go way beyond the warranted system life, which tends to be about 10 years. Ten, yeah. I mean, there are systems I've heard of 20 plus years. There you go. Mm -hmm. In the field. Um, so, again, if you take care of it, it'll help take care of you and save you energy over a longer period of time. And you've got a $100 instant rebate. So how does that work? You if, well, you go to our website and look up uh, for the participating uh, contractors who yep. participate in this whole uh, solar hot water tune-up. Call them. Give them a call. Schedule an appointment. They'll come out and... Uh, go over the system and tune it up and, again, deduct our $100 instant rebate from that uh, service work. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Nice. And for people who, you know, unfortunately, if they can't do the solar hot water and because of their situation, either renting or maybe in a multi-unit, uh, multi um, heat pump water heaters are another type of technology that could also help reduce energy costs. And we have a $300 rebate for those. And those run anywhere from a, maybe 1000 1200 up to two or $3,000, depending on the size of the mm -hmm. heat pump water heater. But uh, one of the big things, I mean, we're right in the middle of summer. Mm -hmm. It's getting warmer. So air conditioning rebates, uh, we uh, increased our rebates from 75 up to $100 for uh, AC tune-ups also. Mm -hmm. So... Again, participating contractors in this program will go out, service your air conditioning system, and they'll... Is that any AC? Does it matter what kind of AC? Uh, most of them, well, split centrals. I mean, um, but most homes are going to have... HVACs and such, H too? The high-voltage AC as well? Big ones? The big ones. The central air. Uh, the central air, yeah. yeah. Central okay. air systems. Yeah. And, you know, usually they got filters and uh, possibly mm -hmm. belts and other things and checking refrigerant and levels mm -hmm. and things like that and making sure everything's working okay. So, again, we have a rebate to help maintain what you have until such time you need to replace it. Mm -hmm. uh, window ACs. If you have a window AC for in your home... Uh, Just we have a regular a, box models. Regular yeah. box yeah. model. Yeah. If, yeah. You if you trade in an operating window AC and you get a new Energy Star unit, we have a $50 rebate for that. Mm -hmm. Smart thermostats, that's a big thing. Nests and uh, Honeywells and a couple yeah. of the other brands that are becoming more popular as smart thermostats, $50 rebate for that. And that's a relatively new incentive program also. Hmm. And again, with more heat this time of the year, if you do decide to put in a 
split AC. We have rebates for mini split AC systems depending on the size and if you they have to be installed by one of our clean energy allies to qualify for the rebate on that and the, our clean energy ally directory is on our website at hawaiienergy.com too. So the mini split AC system now it's a, it has to be a specific manufacturer? No not so much <coughs> a specific manufacturer but it has to meet certain efficiency standards right and typically these are going to be you know the Fujitsu, Mitsubishi, Samsung, LG, Daikin. Uh, I have a question for you. So, okay. uh, you know, uh, uh, a couple people I know are installing this right now. So, like a Daikon is an example where you can get that rebate, right? Mm -hmm. And then what about uh, the um, uh, the solar AC? Would that apply as well? The solar AC, you know, it, that is still kind of relatively new. Mm -hmm. And I know some of our folks on Oahu who deal with this every day would mm -hmm. probably be the best ones to speak okay. of on okay. that. Uh, there has been, I think, some approved uh, on that because they do meet certain efficiency yeah. standards. And they are, they are, I think they're actually Fujitsu. Uh, some of the, the, one of the, one of the, some of the mini splits. The mini right. splits, yeah. Yeah. On okay. What, so. what are you saying? It's less about manufacturer and more about the actual specifications. Right. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So we, cool. so we have a few more residential programs. We have uh, a, basically a point of sale lighting uh, program with different mm -hmm. uh, vendors here, you know, uh, certain large box store that sells you know led lamps for for you know a dollar fifty sure. or things like that that's our program buying down the cost of those lamps so that it makes oh that's you guys that's us oh. so we're helping to make it more cost effective for you for the homeowner to put so in you walk LED. into the big box store and you see them they're like a quarter each you're like what's going on that's yeah right I, can't, I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize that was your fault <laughs> well it, it can't you know it, it, and it's funny because unfortunately they don't always put our signage up there with our little pluggy logo to make mm -hmm. sure to let people know that hey this program is helping to lower I the see. cost to you <laughs> to put in LED people get lights excited. I've actually heard people yeah. tell stories about that client say, you know, I wanted the cost the other day and the lights for this price, and I tried to buy like a hundred of them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go through, uh, it's amazing. Sometimes they go through pallets of those and things. Um, but it's good, because they last a really long time, and they really do conserve, what's the, I mean, it's oh like 80, 90, 90% yeah. energy. Yeah. It's, it, they're tremendously efficient and last way longer. So it's, it's really kind of a no-brainer. If you, if you you need new light bulbs just go and buy those instead sure. yeah yeah um also you know because again we're in the summer for homes that could make use of a solar attic fan to help mm. ventilate hot air out of the attic uh, we have a 50 dollars rebate for that as well as whole house fans and the thinking with a whole house fan is you turn that on evacuate all of the hot air before you turn on your air conditioning or if you don't even need to turn on your air conditioning, mm -hmm. you save by evacuating a lot of that hot air that builds up every day. I was, abso I was absolutely going to recommend the solar attic. If you have your AC, your AC in there and it's working really hard, take a look at the solar attic solution. A lot of that heat is coming right through your ceiling. Uh, you may not even have insulation. I've seen places without insulation up there, mm -hmm. and it's just baking. Um, I had a thermal camera at one point, and I looked at that. It was in my garage, actually. I was looking at my ceiling in the garage and you could see just heat pouring in and that was all it took was one little attic fan and they're solar you can go and plug them in you don't even have to mm -hmm. run wiring <laughs> it just it just sits there exactly. but it's, it's a, such a difference yeah. such a difference so do it <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. get a 50 dollar rebate and a 50 dollar rebate from hawaii energy so yeah. and kind of jumping forward as i know we're kind of running tight on time it, no you know our commercial program um, any commercial maui electric customer uh, again, is eligible and uh, encouraged to participate in our program if you're looking at doing any changes in your air conditioning or lighting. We just made changes and updated our incentives and efficiency levels for split and packaged AC systems. And so these are going to be your typical 3-ton, 5-ton, 7.5-ton, 10-ton 
uh, either split or package systems that you see in various size businesses. And so that's actually, uh, with those changes, it's made it even easier for people to qualify for rebates mm -hmm. on that. Uh, we have a good um, a good rebate also for, again, these inverter-driven type, what they call variable flow uh uh, refrigerant systems, and these are again typically Fujitsu, Mitsubishi, LG, Samsung, Daikin, Panasonic uh, uh, types all of all the major players, major right? player yeah, yeah. AC systems. So again, good rebates for that, and uh, as well as an, any number of other commercial technologies. One program that we did uh, reinitialize, we had it for a while, then we had to drop it, and we're bringing it back. Is our recommissioning and retrocommissioning program for large facilities. And by what I mean by large is say you'd have to use over a million kilowatt hours a year on an annual basis. Okay. And these are going to be typically your larger facilities with large central plants, um, maybe a lot of cooling, a lot of lighting loads. And it's basically is going back and looking at everything and say, is, is you know, can we tune this building up? Are there sensors that aren't working as good as they should be? Are there settings that aren't quite optimized? And basically going in and tuning up a whole building mm -hmm. operation systems and making sure it can operate as efficiently as possible. So we brought back that program where we help co-fund the study and then implementation of a retro commissioning or a recommissioning of a large building facility. Okay, so you don't, you don't actually do the study, but you do... No, we, okay. work, with, we work with other, <laughs> our clean energy allies um, right. uh, that would help with the study and go in and uh, kind of diagnose and see what's what's working, what's not, what needs to be done, and all of those things. So one of the, one of the great programs that we have and I definitely want to get this in is our what we call our energy advantage program and this is all tailored to small mom-and-pop businesses so far in Maui County it, it's a program we've had under uh, the previous name was our small business direct install lighting program and that was a little wordy so we just went oh, with energy yeah. advantage and so we rolled that out and uh, so far we've done probably about 700 plus small mom-and-pop businesses uh, to qualify, you have to be a G-rate schedule Maui Electric commercial customer, and there's something like 8,500, 8,400, 8,500 of those account types in Maui County. So we have a ways to go to hit every single one of them, but what it is is um, go to our website, look for Energy Advantage, and you can contact one of our participating contractors. They'll come out, do a lighting audit, audit submit their audit plans or retrofit plans to us. If everything looks good, we'll fund it. And depending on the energy savings from the retrofit, we will pay a certain amount. It Sometimes if you run really long hours, if you're a visitor-related shop where you're running 100, 110 hours a week, it will. it's possible we could pay the whole cost of the retrofit, or at, at the very least, a very good portion of that. And again, get small businesses with brand new lighting. Nice. And we have a lot of people who participate, and, and that's been a gangbuster program. Unfortunately, we don't have as big of a budget as we'd love to have for that. But again, we're, we're making strides on helping small businesses stay afloat, manage their uh, monies effectively, and uh, help them get a leg up on their energy costs. And what was the name of that program? It shifted over from SBDIL, which I hear a lot, yeah. and then into... Energy Advantage. Energy Advantage. Much yeah. easier to remember. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, you know, on our website, I really have to push our website, hawaiienergy.com. When you go to our website, if you're looking for uh, home-related rebates or incentives, put your cursor on the top under the for <coughs> home 
or for business if you're looking for business incentives. We have a sign-up or at the bottom of our homepage, you can sign up to get e-newsletters. We don't fill up anybody's new, uh, inbox. Maybe you get one, maybe even two a month if at that. But it'll help keep you up to date on all the changes in our program, both on our commercial side and on our residential side. If you need help finding somebody who can help you with uh, installing more energy efficient equipment, be it lighting or HVAC or controls or what have you. We have a clean energy ally search function where you can log in by island, by type of technology, and you'll get a list of participating uh, contractors and vendors who do the kind of work in that given area. And they're familiar with our programs and rebate levels and things like that. So it makes it easy for them to uh, come out, do an assessment, make a proposal, and incorporate our rebate right into the whole process. Wow, it's great work, uh, Walter. I mean, it's as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking, man, it's so dynamic. There's such diversity to it. You know, are you uh, are you working with certain kind of program creators to hand in hand to determine what the priorities are? Well, you know, uh, we kind of powwow internally. Mm -hmm. You know, on what ideas, what we see in the market, what's happening. Uh, some things are taking off, other things are slowing down. We also, uh, on Oahu, there are our office on Oahu, they also reach out to any number of groups. You mentioned Blue Planet earlier, mm -hmm. Kumu, Kupu, uh, any number of different entities to kind of get a feel on where should we be going. And it looks like in the coming years, you know, as we change uh, with the direction of energy in Hawaii and the larger discussion of uh, demand side uh, demand uh, response and other uh, IDSM, Integrated Demand Side Management, um, our program may change to take on other areas. Hmm. And that's going to be exciting to see how that how we roll that out in the next couple of years and what direction the Public Utilities Commission sees for us. So not just efficiency and, and conservation kind of areas, but also potentially DER stuff? Possibly down the line. I mean, you know, oh, there's wow. definitely a lot of conversations on, you know, how are we going to get to this 2045? goal and then where does Hawaii energy fit into that and how can we you know again be a part of that you know it's interesting as you're talking about that I'm thinking about the Molokai show we mm -hmm. did with Greg Kresge and his team out and um, we you know we uh, we were able to look at those uh, e-gear systems on the different houses right. and I'm kind of imagining that system and I'm wondering what role Hawaii energy might play maybe it's the collar on the meter or maybe it's you know one of these different <laughs> one of, pieces one of, yeah, whatever it happened to be right yeah. or some kind of like you know monitoring equipment or something to be able to make it all come together Exactly. It's going to be very. It's going to be a very exciting time over the next five to ten years, because mm. uh, that's where I think a lot of the heavy lifting is going to have to occur right. again if we're to get to that twenty forty five goal. I like mm -hmm. it when he paints an optimistic picture of our industry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's going to be a very exciting time over the next ten years, right? Yeah, well, totally. uh, you know, it's all, but it's all good. It, you know, we can look at it in a negative light, or we can just say, hey, this is going to be a very great challenge, and if we can right. knock it out. Kudos to all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. That's amazing stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Where are we at with our timing here, uh, Gary? <laughs> uh, okay, good, 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 good. You want to jump over? Uh, you want to stick to this or? Um... Oh no, I mean, I, I want to know. If this, okay, so so anybody again? We, we anybody is available is able to apply for these. Re I'm basically I'm on the website right now. I need to tell you, I'm actually looking because I need to have the um, to have my hot water. You talking about it actually reminded me. You know what? I need to have the hot water <laughs> tank serviced. And I go in and I'm looking through the uh, the list of contractors. Pretty much everybody is on here. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, there's no there's no lack of contractors who yeah, again are part of our part, clean part, energy. part of the program, and yeah. so you can instantly 
instantly instantly get get the the rebate, which is which is a really great thing. A lot of these are instant rebates. Some are not. Um, about how long does it take to get a rebate? Say, for example, I was going to do um, the the mini split. I'm going to put in an air conditioner. You know, I don't have an air conditioner at my house. I go down. I identify a model. Like kind of like would I then go to the contractor that I want to have install it and yeah, see if they'll do it first. <laughs> for that, you know, it's best to go through, What's go to our website, look at the requirements. Yep. Uh, we're trying to move a lot of it online so that there's no paper. Uh, we have an online application mm -hmm. that you can also use to fill out and then submit. And then uh, typically you'd say scan your invoice or other materials and then okay. upload it. Uh, so we're trying to move as much as possible to a paperless process if it's not already an instant rebate where you already buy something and the rebate's deducted that, at that time. All right. So um, definitely something that, uh, again, we're moving towards. And uh, on our residential program, the online application is we're going to be pushing more of that to make it easier again. Uh, there still will be uh, hard copy forms for people who may not have computer access or things like that. Yeah, I think that's a, there's a lot of but, that. But uh, from submittal to check, usually about four to five weeks. Yeah, that's not bad. That's, no, that's less than your too. average mail away rebate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and we try to stay on top of that, Which too. Which is good. And everything, so. I also didn't notice, um, there's, I did notice that the, the commercial program listing doesn't have, I mean, the, all, the, all the residential programs specifically have a dollar value attached. None of the commercial programs do. Well, there, there's a lot more, you know, the devil's always in the details. And <laughs> yeah. so, you know, for our lighting, for our air conditioning, you know, you really kind of got to dig into the specs and the requirements uh, because there's so many different, uh, uh, for our lighting program, we have a number of different rebates depending on the lighting technology. Is it sure. an LED T8, two foot, three foot, four foot, five foot? Eight foot. Uh, <laughs> right. Is it? Are you delamping at the same time? Um, are you looking at whole fixture or retrofit kits? You know, and mm -hmm. so we have a huge list. And again, on our website, uh, you can look for a lighting summary and sheet, and that tells all about just in that particular category of lighting and for commercial, all the different rebate levels for different uh, uh, retrofits of lighting products. Right, right. Okay, well, I mean, you, do, you already mentioned for the mom and pop shops. I think that this is this is definitely focused toward larger businesses, I would think, um, these these types of rebates. But you also you mentioned the um, the Energy Advantage program, which I, I love that you've shortened it, <laughs> first <Yes>. of all. <laughs> um, but that, that they can almost pay it off, and depending on what they do. Yeah, and, can, and, can, and again, can a lot of them, free. the costs are, you know, free. And yeah. so if you run long enough and if you have older lighting technology, it could work out to be where we will cover the entire cost of that retrofit. Fantastic. And the stories of small business owners who have just been overjoyed with walking in to their place of business and just seeing it in a, literally a whole new light mm. and then getting their first electric bill after that and seeing, wow, and you can see the idea is, okay, now we can take some of that money that we're saving now, okay, and do other things with that it's and kinda, reinvest it in the business. I mean, it's kind of remarkable in a sense, not only because you're saving money, but there's also a qualitative difference exactly. to your working environment, right? So, in, in, but you know, in terms of, uh, you know, lighting is a, is a really uh, kind of clear example. You said, see the business in a whole new light. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly what you mean because I've sat in on your Mark Jewell energy <laughs> seminars that you guys funded, right? <laughs> and so we want to, uh, you know, when we look at something like that, it's, I know there's, you know, there's color temperature and there's a variety of things that actually can make a working environment, you know, much more pleasing to kind of be in, right? So that's happening at the same time. You're actually upgrading your work environment, and then you're saving money. But then, what are, what are the benefits? And so, a lot of the times, that's workplace attendance, that's uh, you know uh, productivity, that's a whole series of things. Safety. That can 
Safety, safety is another big one. You know, making sure you have adequate light levels for the type of activity that you're doing. Right. A whole other one. And not a small thing. Not oh, a no. small thing. You really can create a compelling uh, case for making these kinds of shifts almost on that alone. Um, but now you're talking about, you know, like you said, you're saving a bunch of money, you're doing the right thing for the environment, and you're, you're, you're making a kind of more effective business workplace. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Where's the downside? <laughs> yeah, really. If, downside? if you haven't thought about this before and you're a business owner, small or large, yeah. give Walter a call. <laughs> or at least check the website. Again, the website is Hawaii Energy, all one word, hawaiienergy.com. Go on there. Uh, I was able to get to my, my hot water heater section in literally 30 seconds while we were sitting here on air, and that's awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to book that one as soon as we get out of here. Nice. <laughs> Great. Any closing words, Walter, before we head to our future focus? Thank you so much again for having me on. I just enlo- I just love talking about energy efficiency, and my friends keep telling me to shut up because I talk too much <laughs> oh, about it. Oh, we will it. never do that today. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, it, you know, I love what we do, and, uh, again, we're going to keep pushing the ball as hard as we can to, Absolutely. again, help people save energy and make smart energy choices. All right, and we'll push on the uh, on the on the production side as well for solar. Exactly, you know? both sides. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, so that's fantastic. Wow, thank you so much for coming in. Let's jump over. We have an opportunity to talk about future focus. Future we don't focus. always I have that chance. Such a fun one today. Um, so I sent this to Josh this morning. It is um, GrowEnergy.org. This is a company who is making a bunch of different panels. What, what caught me off guard is the fact that they have these. Um, dark green panels on the roof. Um, <laughs> they look like solar panels. They look like solar panels. They're the same dimension yep, exactly. of this, the solar panels, right, but, right. They look, but they're green. But like. they're green. And why are they green? So well, are they filled? Flu- <laughs> What's going they're, on? They're, they're fluid filled. Uh-huh. Um, they, it, 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 it's <laughs> algae. <laughs> they're filled with algae. Um, and that's the product that they're selling. So there's this energy system uh-huh. where the algae grows. And as it grows inside the system, it becomes it, it's this biomass reactor um, that's just taking... You in carbon dioxide from the atmosphere to, to crunch that, and then um, the bio, the algae biomass itself grows. It once it gets too large, it clumps up and gets sucked through the system uh-huh. to a, a a a reactor, an actual burning reactor. And it's um, the bioreactor is typically capable of producing up to twelve thousand five hundred kilowatt hours per year from two thousand square feet of bioreactor panels. So wait, say again, what was that number? 12,000? 12,500 kilowatt hours per year. For 2,000? For 2,000 square feet. Okay, okay. Where, uh, does the, where does that put it in, in panel yeah, kind I don't of know territory? If I it's interesting. Well, the, the, fun, the fun thing is is that they're literally, their whole claim to fame here is that they say that the 15-year return on solar isn't, isn't worth it. But with these bio-fueled panels, you can pay it off in five. Can I put it on my north face? I have no idea. No, that, that, was, that was part of it. Is that they actually want you to make sure that it gets adequate sun, et cetera, ah, et cetera, yeah. because it wants to grow these, these <laughs> algae-filled panels. Okay. Okay, so whoever it's, wants it's, to be the first uh, house in Maui to, to have, have an algae, algae panel roof, give us a call. We'd love I, to put I, this I, thing I, in. That's, like I said, I got a, my hot water service. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Funny. All right, folks. Hey. <laughs> okay, folks, this has been the Solar Coaster. Right here. Uh, what am I going to say? <laughs> Lovely Maui County. We're here uh, every Friday at 1.05 p.m. Tune in. Check the website, solar-coaster.com. Click our like and subscribe. We all love you, sponsors. Don't forget Thank the sponsors. You. Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonam Battery, Pika Energy, Sun Drum Solar, and, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens in the future. All right. Have a great weekend. <laughs> a lot Friday, folks.